This is the Live Life Happy Podcast with Andrea Seidel, and it's episode number 135. Welcome to the Live Life Happy Podcast with Andrea Seidel. We're all about highlighting self-help, positive psychology, and books on well-being. We share the content and actionable advice so you can make normal life extraordinary. We are a community of lifelong learners, high achievers, and busy people. Get ready for your download so you can live life happy. I'm your host and addicted to reading, Andrea Seidel. Hey there, Andrea here. I'm so excited because I have an awesome book that I've highlighted for you. But before we get to that, I want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by the CPPA, which is the Canadian Positive Psychology Association. They're all about helping Canadians flourish. So I wanted to just bring to your attention this wonderful not-for-profit association that's all about the advancement of science and the practice of positive psychology. And I'm so proud to be a part of that association and also to be hosting all their book clubs for them, which is amazing. So as you know, I'm obsessed with positive psychology and the books that are written by many, many fantastic researchers and people within the community of positive psychology. So it's such a wonderful fit. So the book that I highlighted today is actually the book that I highlighted on our book club last night for the CPPA. So I just wanted to give a shout out to the Canadian Positive Psychology Association because um, they are just tremendous and a wonderful association. Now, if you love this idea of a book club, but you don't have a lot of time to read or you don't have the bandwidth to host book clubs, I can come to your organization and I can come to your association or your company. And I am so thrilled to be a host of these book clubs because I read thousands of books. I'm obsessed with books, as you know, and I create these wonderful mind maps to help summarize the book and the key concepts as well as the insights and overviews. And then I also have a wonderful opportunity for lively discussion. So if you are interested, I would love to be a part of your association, your organization as well, to bring about this wonderful opportunity for bringing your community together, as well as providing huge amounts of value for your member base. So don't hesitate to reach out to me and I would be excited to chat with you. So without further ado, let's jump into today's book summary. Okay, so the book that I read is called Breathe, The New Science of the Lost Art by James Nestor. Now, you probably don't spend a lot of time thinking about breathing. <laughs> let's face it, it's kind of unconscious. It's like it happens naturally. So I'm sure sometimes that you notice it's like, and you know, in your mind that it's necessary for survival, obviously, but it's amazing that our body just automatically goes about our day. But did you notice that maybe at times you might be holding your breath, you might be breathing through your mouth, you might be, you know, breathing really rapidly because you're anxious about something. So sometimes we are aware of our breath, but a lot of the times we are not. So this book is so incredible because everyone 
everyone needs to know that it is so necessary for our survival to focus on our breath, to really notice the intricacies of the power of our breath. And now this book is so incredible. It's written by James Nestor. And I always recommend, this is just a summary. If one of these books like spark interest in you and you haven't read the book, I always encourage people to purchase the book and support the author because there's so much research and nuggets of wisdom within this book that there's no way that I could capture it all here in this mini summary. So this book, I love that it's based on, you know, tradition It's based on, um, practices, ancient practices It's based on science and it's backed by, you know, the lineage of, and the wisdom from ancient practices, but it's also, he pulls in all culture and experiences of his own and all the research to back up the power of breath. So you're going to discover so much here today. I'm so excited, right? Prepare to be astonished because um, there's many different ways that we can breathe that have an enormous impact on our health in in this book is just incredible. So let's explore the amazing power that we can unlock simply through the act of breathing. It's such a simple concept, but oh my gosh, it's like we, we don't even realize it. Okay, so what happens is, is the general overview here is that changing the way we breathe can have an extraordinary Extraordinary powerful effect on our well-being. By breathing through your nose, believe it or not, slowly and not too deeply, it can it can really help to work on our health. It can help us sleep. It can help us on so many ways. It can reverse asthma, emphysema, like all these things has been scientifically shown to enhance even digestion and helps to calm our nervous system. The breath is so important. So what's exciting to me about this book is it teaches us that we can calm ourselves through breathing anytime anywhere and that we don't, it also teaches us that we don't have to wait for, you know, yoga practice or meditation. We can do it anywhere, anytime. And it also teaches us the importance of closing our mouth. Now, I'm a, I'm a mouth breather. And usually when I'm talking to, we're breathing through our mouth. So it's amazing how just by shifting the breath through the nose offers so many health benefits. So that was a huge eureka for me. It's like, oh my gosh, I got to start breathing through my nose. It's like, maybe I'll put some medical tape on my mouth so that I can encourage myself to breathe through my nose, whether I'm sleeping or awake. I know we look really crazy, right? Putting tape on our mouth, but it's really effective. And it's shown as a strategy to teach us to breathe through our nose as well. So that's really exciting to me. And the fact that just engaging our diaphragm, being aware of our diaphragm is really, really important while we breathe. And that was a main overview. So I love the message of this book that it's accessible. Our breath is accessible at any time, and it actually has huge impact on our health and our well-being. So even if you have no time for proper meditation or yoga sessions, that's not a problem. There is such a simple thing that we can do just to calm ourselves down and enhance our well-being. And that is to think about our breathing and practice it. So there are many main action steps in this book and we'll get to them in a second, but let's talk about the key takeaways or the general insight. So it's basically, here are some of them. So it's far more beneficial to breathe through your nose than your mouth. 
Breathing is important, but so is breathing out. So breathing in is important, but there's also huge benefit in breathing out. Um, He also talks about in his book, the slow, shallow breathing yields unexpected health benefits. And we'll talk about that. And then he also talks about the human head actually has developed in a ways that is bad for breathing, (laughs) believe it or not, over evolution in time. Our brains were getting bigger, but making less space for our airway. Um, and then he also talks about um, what, we, what we can do to improve the shape of our mouths to facilitate more open airway and as well a deeper, deeper breathing or, or complete breath or facilitate better breathing. Um, and then he talks about the power of breathing and that it's so, you know, it's been known in, in um, Eastern cultures and ancient wisdom for a long time and that the West hasn't really adopted it. And so, so yeah, so let's jump into those. So let's talk about, um, that breathing through your nose rather than your mouth is far more beneficial. So there is an estimated or an estimate that around 50% of us actually breathe mostly through our mouths. And I'm one of them. I, I catch myself all the time with a dry mouth. I wake up in the morning. Sometimes I've been breathing through my mouth, but mouth breathing, uh, can actually ruin sleeping patterns. Mouth breathing is actually not so great for our health. There's less filtration there and we don't get the same quality of breath. So the nose does so much more than we realize. It basically, you know, it it doesn't just take air in. It also cleans it. It also heats it up a little bit. It also moistens the air for our lungs. It leads to the release of these chemicals that lower our blood pressure, believe it or not. So when we breathe through our nose, it releases chemicals that lower blood pressure. It calms the vagus nerve. It calms our and enhances our vagal tone. And what's funny is my yoga class The whole theme last week was on vagal tone. And then I read this book. (laughs) Anyway, so it also helps to regulate the heart rate. And there's so many more benefits that go on and on that are associated with nose breathing. So I I really hope that that invites you to realize, oh my gosh, when, where am I breathing? Like just the awareness of it too. Um, I hope that helps you. Also, he talked a lot in his book about breathing in is important, but so is breathing out. And he re- referenced a uh, choir director uh, within his book and how the just by using and harnessing the power of the diaphragm, the muscle that sits underneath the lungs, it basically it drops when we breathe in and it, it expands the lungs. And as it rises up, we breathe out. And so he really encourages that um, the, the, and emphasizes that the more we can move the air, um, the, as each time that we exhale using the diaphragm, contracting the diaphragm up to expel the air, um, it's known to boost the capacity of our lungs. It's really powerful. And it's such a straightforward thing that we can do and practice and get better at. So he also recommended that even just like with walking or cycling, we can help to expand the lungs by 15% just by using that diaphragm and, and focusing on that out breath. So the out breath contracts, the diaphragm contracts and lifts up and expels the air out of the lungs. So practicing that, and you know what, there's something to be said about singing lessons. (laughs) And it was so funny on, um, in the book club last night, Louisa Jewell, She's the founder of the CPPA. She says, I don't think any amount of diaphragm work was going to help my singing. 
It was so funny. All right. So also slow, shallow breathing yields unexpected benefits. So now I I don't know about you, but oftentimes like, you know, we think that we need to do a huge inhale where the belly expands and we need to really deepen that breath and make these big, massive breaths. But actually science has confirmed that slow not shallow being just throat breathing, but slow, steady, shallow breaths actually yields unexpected health benefits. So many traditions, um, remarkably, they all rely on breath that takes almost exactly the same amount of time. So he did a lot of research and a lot of traditions. And the general consensus is that if your breath lasts between 5.5 and 6 seconds, it's very powerful. So they're suggesting that calm, slow breaths at this pace are incredibly beneficial. It increases flow of blood to the brain. It improves the efficiency through our whole entire body. So that's the sweet spot. The sweet spot is this, the seconds being 5.5 to about six seconds, and you can inhale count to five and then exhale count to five and practice that. So he, okay. So now he did lose me a little bit and I got to say it went over my head, but I was trying to understand it. There's a lot of biochemistry and then how the biochemistry documents the exchange process that begins and ends in our lungs. So this part was straightforward. So basically the oxygen molecules in the air, we inhale, they attach themselves to red blood cells, and then they're transported throughout the whole entire body and they're used by our cells. And then they're exchanged for or carbon dioxide molecules, which then turn, they go back out the lungs and they're exhaled. So that's straightforward. But what he talks about within his book, which is remarkable, is that carbon dioxide actually does a lot more. It's a lot more than just a waste product. So it plays this crucial role in causing the oxygen to actually separate from blood cells. So he emphasizes that it's, you know, so, so important that the carbon dioxide oxide, then it's not just a waste product. It actually causes and plays a role uh, to separate the oxygen from the blood cells and then uh, to go into the cells. And then, so he also talks about that it helps to dilate blood vessels and making them wider so that we can transport more blood, which is important. So when we breathe heavy, we're expelling all this carbon dioxide, but really it actually can be a good thing in terms of dilating the blood vessels and also um, so if we're expelling all this carbon dioxide, too much of it, um, then it reduces blood flow. So yeah, so the general consensus here is that breathing slowly, on the other hand, it can leave a little bit more carbon dioxide in the system, which means that we might have more energy and it might have more efficiency. So so that's that's the what he talked about within his book. And then so the general consensus is that's why it's beneficial to breathe slowly and also less deeply as well, which was a eureka for me. <laughs> Here I am always trying to do these big belly breaths and science confirms that slow and steady medium breaths counting to the count of six seconds is very powerful. Now he did go off on this amazing tangent on all these 
wonderful taking our breaths to the next level where we can utilize, um, even like it could be as something like you could go into, you could cause a stress response in your body with the breath. And then what it'll do is it'll teach your body to restore back to calm state. So it's almost teaching the body to go from an extreme stressful sympathetic part of the nervous system to a more calm state, the parasympathetic nervous system and teaching your body to respond and adapt. And and that was so powerful too, right? So we can do amazing things just with our breath. All right. So the other thing he talked about is that are basically um, modern lifestyle isn't good for our, the way we breathe. Um, it's so like our it's good to, it's good to help with oral posture. He talks about orthodontists. Um, one of the things he suggested was to hold your lips together with your with your teeth touch teeth are touching slightly and then place the tongue on the roof of your mouth and as long as you're sitting or standing properly this can help to your airway to open up and um, he also talked about chewing more frequently and um, even adults can grow the bones um, around our cheeks and our face simply by chewing, which will facilitate a more open airway. So that's about it. There's a lot more in there, of course, but um, I really invite you to investigate some of the things to take action. I know some of the eureka effects or the aha moments within uh, reading this book and within the, the book as well, was that the the idea of taping your mouth while you're sleeping or, you know, how much we breathe actually matters. And it has a huge impact on so much in our life from our sleep, from our digestion, from our energy levels, you know, from how glowing our skin is, how, you know, there's just so many benefits to being aware of breath and, and taking the time, putting a timer on perhaps for breathing exercises. And that there's, it's just such a simple thing that we can focus on that has such a rapid response to our well-being. It can affect us and we it's accessible at any time. So we eat all this healthy food, we exercise, we do all this fun stuff to, to enhance our well-being, but breath is one of those elements that are really something accessible and that we can do. The other thing is like what the question is like, why are Western cultures so drastically different, right? And so breath actually has lineage. Breath has um, science backing it. So we can learn so much when we get curious about the science of breath. We can learn so much when we look at the lineage. So yoga, meditation, breath practice has been around for so many years. It's ancient wisdom. And then it really is validated also by science. So that is is wonderful. We can literally balance our nervous system. We can downregulate. We can enhance our digestion. We can enhance our sleep. There's so many benefits to breathing. And so the key takeaways then are this idea to breathe through your nose (laughs) instead of your mouth. The breath is so important, the in-breath, but the out-breath is so equally important that slow, shallow breathing yields so many wonderful benefits. And we have the control to actually change the shape of our jaw and our mouth and facilitate more open airway as well. So, okay, so here we go. Food for thought. Here are some takeaways, some action items that you can do. So for five or 10 minutes each day, take some gentle breaths that last for 5.5 seconds in 
and out and just notice how that feels. The mechanics of breathing are accessible to you at any time. And the other tip and action is to practice breathing using your diaphragm. So feel the diaphragm contract up as you expel more air and just keep resonating that breath and using that diaphragm. So that's about it. So here we go. I hope that that was helpful. That was the book, Breathe. And so it's not breathe, it's breath. (laughs) I always say that. It's the E at the end, right? So it's breath, the new science of the lost art. I love that title, James Nestor. It is such a good book. I hope you got a lot out of that and that you are looking at your breath in a whole new way now and just enjoying the health benefits of it. Thank you so much, everybody. If you like this podcast, it's like personal training for your mind. You've got to come over to my website at andreasidel.com where I take all these books and I hide them in this big, massive vault. There's hundreds and hundreds of books in there for you to learn and discover and grow from. So I really encourage you to head on over to my website so you can gain access to this vault. They're just waiting for you to read. Also, if you've been thinking about writing a book or you know, you've lacked the time, maybe the focus and the know-how to get it done, or you've been wanting to publish your own work, well, look no further. Spend no more time wasting trying to figure it all out because I'm your girl. I am a book doula. I actually help people painlessly give birth to their books through book birthing. (laughs) So let's turn that dream into achievement through birthing your own book because books change lives. So head on over to my website to find out more about that as well. Be sure to subscribe here so that you get the latest episode. And of course, share this with your friends, write a review because it really helps grow the show. And finally, I just want to thank you so much for joining me, not only today, but also week after week. I'm just so grateful that I get to show up and read all these books and share the learning experience with you. So until next week, I'm sending hugs.